0: Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. Today we're going to discuss Rebel Scum, the anti-fascist space opera. But before that, we're going to go to a voicemail I recently received. Hi, Logar. Uh, Just listened to your recent show. It made me think about uh, something I heard on one of your earlier shows. One of your guest hosts uh, talked about a term that they used when they were a teenager playing, and you guys... Uh, talked about it a little bit, joked about it, and that's okay because he was a teenager. You guys probably don't know what the term is, and you guys do not seem like the kind of people that would use that term normally and take something like that lightly. He used the word term, the term turd burglar, and that is a derogatory term uh, for a gay man. So I'm just hoping that you just didn't know what that meant, and I just wanted to uh, point that guys out to you uh, for you know the future. Thanks. That was from a listener, apocalypse apocalypse nerd. Apocalypse nerd, I want to say, "I am sorry. I'd like to apologize for using that term. It was in fact, me who used the term at the time. I do recall that. I do not believe in making excuses. I do believe in listening to others and adjusting your behavior when you have been wrong, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to apologize to anybody who was offended and took offense to that, and I'm going to adjust my behavior moving forward and be more thoughtful now we're going to talk about as i said before an anti-fascist space opera rebel scum this is a zine that i got from kickstarter zine quest 3 when they ran that it came in the mail a couple weeks ago what it is is essentially from what i just by a glance is a generic star wars zine uh, Off brand, it's called Rebel Scum So it's done up to look like The old Star Wars action figures If you bought those back in the 70s and 80s The cover has this a similar font And layout like the cards Of the old action figures Would have And the images, like the character sheets Are done up to look like them with little bubble With little images of bubble packs With characters on them and everything else It's a cool little zine It is a dark time Baron Deathray and his Kill Troopers hunt down all dissension from evil Killstar Republic. Fascism and terror rule the star system. In the darkness, a motley band of revolutionaries, traitors, criminals, robots, and other rebel scum are trying to fight back. You are our only hope. The basic idea of the game is that you're playing Star Wars in sort of a cinematic way. It kind of gives you guidelines and suggestions of how to make them episodes in a, in a movie type format uh it's very explicitly anti-fascist it says it's about hope it's about striking back it's about returning to our roots and giving them a system uh giving them a stern talking to over the fast few years last few years in the real world there has been a Startling rise in the number of people that are willing to spew hate anywhere they can. These people believe in white power and fill the internet with nativist, racist, and fascist diatribes and outright lies. They think not getting a vaccine is a moral right and that doing anything to defeat their political enemies is worth it. Quite a few of these evildoers are deeply entrenched in various fandoms. That leftist nerds like us adore, very specifically the fandom of a certain space opera franchise about a war in the stars that we love with our whole hearts. Has a way too many sad bad guys in its ranks. While not quite as bad, role-playing has its share of malfactors, hardliners, and otherwise shitty people. This game is not for them. Rebel Scum is for us. That's uh on page four and five of the Rebel Scum Zine. There are safety rules in it when you start off uh, the concept of the X card. I don't know if we've talked about the X card here yet, but that's something that we need to uh, get into. Uh, it's got a few things about like consent and stuff like that when you're playing. Then it kind of jumps into showing the first of the character class or the first of the pre-made characters, Astra Monarch, and she's got this cool little action figure that they've kind of done up the art for for the character now i'm going to go in here and look at this this action figure character sheet because this is where the kind of the unique element of the game lies so the characters have different uh they have different classes and then within the classes they have different roles i guess they would be called the expert vanguard fighter and the tank so the expert class would be more along the lines of perhaps the intellect and person who fixes things and uses their mind, whereas of course you get to the tank that's kind of fighting and I think they're kind of in between. The way this works as a as a role-playing game, the mechanic behind it, this is called the polymorph system. Is that bat on the back of this card they have one, two, three, four, five, six, six little squares. The first says key has got a number one. The next is intel two and three. Then you have Move 3, 4, and 5, Blaster 4, 5, 6, and 7, Might 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and Ultimate 4, 6, 8, and 10. So what this does is it gives you, as I've just read to you, each one has a spread of numbers. And the way the game works, and I misunderstood this at first, the way the game works is whatever you choose, like say you're an expert or a vanguard, you're going to get a die that your character is going to roll to succeed on things. So the expert would have a d4, I believe. And I think it goes to a d6, a d8, and a d10, but I could be wrong. I'd have to reread that section. But you're going to roll all your rolls on that one die. So that means somebody's rolling all their rolls on a d4. But that somebody is the expert, and the expert focuses on Intel. And as I read the spread before, Intel's a 2 or 3 for success. So in order to succeed, you have to roll a 2 or 3 on Intel for Intel checks. You have to roll a 2 or 3 on a D4. Now, if you're a fighter who goes to roll an Intel check, let's say on a D10, you have to roll that 2 or 3 to succeed. So the way it's set up is each person's specialty has a number spread that is easier to obtain in the die that you're rolling. So that's, as I'm understanding the system reading through this, how that kind of works. I hope you you caught on to that and were able to understand what I was saying. So it's like... You know, basically any role-playing game, you have the dungeon master, and you have the players, and it gives you the rules in here for rolling up the different characters' archetypes from Star Wars. But not Star Wars, it's rebel scum. I'm flipping through the pages now to kind of check them out. And it's got all the rules for flying in space, doing your fight, the different, you know, basic mechanics that you'd need for running a a role-playing game. I am not sure... How this actual system works out, I've never attempted this polymorph system. I'm curious. I'd be curious to play at least a one-shot and see how it goes or more. I really appreciate the book and what they're doing here. I appreciate the nostalgia of it. That's pretty much was its selling point for me when picking it up. It gives you at the back sort of a little world book kind of fleshing out its own. Um, I'm sure if you're going to play Star Wars role-playing game, you know a little bit more about Star Wars, and you probably want to use your knowledge and your planets and your ideas <laughs> getting into it, but you could easily go with what they have here. Now, it also focuses a heavily on rewarding things like Punching Nazis and killing fascists, that seems to be something that it, it, that it has a literal mechanic for rewarding. Punching Nazis and shining stars, each character has a shining star, a guidepost to their actions, and a special ability all rolled into one that is tied directly to their class, revolutionary, rogue, robot, ronin, or renegade. A shining star controls your actions, but it also obeys your commands. Characters can spend the stars that they earn to do incredible things. So the stars that you earn are earned from, and the list says, punch a Killstar officer in the face, kicking a demagogue, denouncing immigrants at the spaceport in the balls, blowing up a Killstar tank, graffitiing the poster of own Killstar, giving water to voters in line. So you would get a star for these kinds of actions. And I guess they can be spent to your benefit in play. Now, the game itself, when you're creating a character, gives you classes and roles, and you create a character which is a combination of the two. Creating your rebel. Choose your class, choose your name, select your pronouns, select your role, file card, readout, uh, bonds, Shining Star, Star Danger, and Edges. So, I guess the Edges are kind of the extra abilities and powers that they give you in here as well. And then at the back, it gives you right out, like sort of a, a its own sheet for the ship, The uh, Last Hope. I like the zine. For some reason, I would re- much rather have more for something like this when I go to play it. <laughs> but as a one-shot, I would definitely consider consider to try to run this i don't have a a one shot lined up to play this yet i think that if i were to run a star wars campaign there are quite a few pretty fleshed out star wars games that some are the original d6 one's not that complex of a system and then there's a new fantasy flight one which are really cool I appreciate this a little more in the simple fact that it is kind of an independent publication and it does really focus on the anti-fascism, and I like that. That's about all we have time for today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Facebook, Wobblies and Wizards. You can follow our website, wobbliesandwizards.com. You can find me on Twitter, at Crom. That's Conan's God, if you didn't catch on to that. And keep those dice rolling.